Yo, it's Ness here from the Guideness Podcast. I am coming to you today with a brand new episode um, that I recorded with the incredible and amazing Sophia Rain. Um, she's a singer-songwriter from the US in Los Angeles, and I had the absolute privilege of being able to connect with her across entire oceans. Um, our conversation was so enigmatic, beautifully connective. Um, and so resonant in so many places. So I know that when you listen to this, you'll definitely feel and sense some parallels between your own experience and also that of ours. Um, And we really hope that you enjoy the story sharing aspect of what we've created in our conversation today as well. Um, I'd also like to acknowledge that I create and I work upon the lands of the Bidjigal people of the Darug Nation. I pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging um, and I extend that respect to anybody listening or tuning into this podcast today. Um, I make a concerted effort in all my work to acknowledge and um, to also move forward as a commitment, as an organisation, as a person, as a community um, in efforts of reconciliation, in efforts of great movement and change so i really hope that you enjoy this podcast episode um yeah yeah it's a good one hi Ness. oh my god hi 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 i'm trying to figure out this light situation because in my little viewfinder thingy it is looking so overexposed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel that. Me as well. Like, I have this window here, and I was like, do I close it? Do I leave it open? And I closed it, and it looks so dark, and I open it, and it looks so white, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Gotta work with what we've got, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the eternal lighting struggle, honestly. I feel yes. like many folks struggle with it. Um, yes, okay. I'm just making sure that everything's ready to go. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? I'm really well too. I really like your room. It's so beautiful with the plants and the and the little Thank bits. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is just one corner of it too. It's kind of chaotic in here. Sometimes I feel like I went overboard, but <laughs> it's okay. No. That, no such thing and also I feel like a lot of creatives like we generally tend to just kind of like poop all of our cool imagination especially into our spaces so yeah, yeah. okay all right we are good to go okay um g'day and welcome to the guide nest podcast today i'm joined by the incredible sphere rain and sophia where are you calling from today i am calling from california northern california in the u.s so i'm so happy to be sitting here with you oh my god (laughs) There's a bit of divine providence, I feel, um, the way that we connected. So I, I posted my Spotify wrapped, you were one of my top artists, and then you sent me a little voice message back and I got so excited. I was like, oh my gosh. And then I was like, I really, I really feel cool to ask if she'd want to be a guest. And so I was like, what can you lose by asking? Um, and yeah, and you, you said yes, and now you're here and it feels surreal, but it also feels very, very aligned. Um, and I'm very grateful to you for being here too. 
Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. And um, yeah, nothing in this universe is coincidence. So I'm so <laughs> glad you asked and that we were able to connect. Yeah, straight up, straight up. Um, so you are a musician. Um, you share your energy through song and the vocal chords that you're blessed with by the mighty. Um, tell us a little bit about how you got started with music. And then also before you do actually rewind, what's your intention for this session? Mm, oh my gosh, I haven't even thought of it actually. My intention is to just get grounded and really open up an intimate space for us to chat and connect and also connect with your listeners. Um, I really don't have a plan for this. I kind of just want to go with the flow and see how it unfolds. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite, honestly. I feel like whenever we don't have a plan is when the magic really just comes in. Yes. Wow, this yeah. is better than I could have ever imagined. <laughs> yeah. Um, my intention is to celebrate you and to share your work um, and also to share space with you as well. Yeah, and our listeners. Thank you, um, Angel. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So. Um, <laughs> to answer your question though, prior, uh, as far as just how I got started and with my music, I've always loved to sing ever since I was really little, you know, my mom was doing choir when I was, you know, a baby up to maybe four or five. And my dad, he plays instruments. And so whether it was the Spanish guitar or the flute or the didgeridoo or whatever it might've been, it was always just kind of around me. Um, and then because of a poetry class in what I believe was fifth grade, mm -hmm. uh, I fell in love with writing. I really did. And so a few years later, I started writing uh, poetry and then music and also just writing about my life, about my day. Daily journaling really helped change my life for the better. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so spring of 2020, I released my first track and the rest is history. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's such an immense feeling, I assume as well, of just putting something that you've put so much love into out into the world and just mm -hmm. seeing how it blossoms and blooms in its own way and I think um I've spoken to a few musicians about this too about how once it's out there it's probably like it's no longer really your baby that you've spent nine months working on it's it belongs to the people now <laughs> uh, I feel similarly I suppose but I mean they will always be my babies but there's definitely such such a profound release that happens when you're able to just let it go mm. give it to the world like you were saying give it to the fans and start working on other things that are more presently aligned you know because sometimes songs can be sitting in the notes or being worked on for months and months at a time and by the time you're finished with it a lot of a lot of the case scenarios tend to be that you don't resonate as deeply you know as when you first wrote it just the ebbs and flows of life I suppose but um but yeah it is it is really so beautiful to be able to get people's reactions and um you know hear how deeply they resonate and connect with my lyrics um because it just brings me back to when I first wrote it and it warms me up so much inside mm -hmm. 
I love that I love that I really do feel that the process itself is yeah just enjoying the release and then allowing other people to really give you feedback that you gratefully receive because I think that's something that creatives kind of struggle with sometimes as well is owning up to their achievements and then honestly accepting and being so grateful for the the praise and I think that's something that you do really well um and yeah I, I just I really respect and admire the whole way that you conduct yourself online as well I think that's really cool um and you just have such a presence you have such a cool presence and a cool being and like you don't really have to have a physical conversation or an online conversation to know it and I think that's been yeah yeah Thank it's like you. True power is like power that you don't have to say is power. <laughs> mm. I really appreciate you affirming that and seeing me. And uh, oh my gosh, I feel so good <laughs> right now. <laughs> You're so welcome. That's that's. I feel like that was part of my intention today. So <laughs> this will not be the be all and end all of it. This it will continue throughout the entire thing. Um. <laughs> you know, it's it's really interesting what you mentioned, and I I feel called to bring it up because I was just having a conversation about this with a good a good girlfriend of mine just a few days ago about how especially women I notice they they tend to um avoid compliments you know you they they say oh like like no I didn't actually do my hair today or no I don't actually look that good or uh, you know they just kind of veer away from what people are there to offer them and we we deep dove into this conversation because I realized that it's it's such a big part of letting your feminine energy, your divine feminine energy be present and honored by graciously, graciously accepting and being in a space of just surrender and receiving. Um, and compliments is one of, one of the ways people, uh, can either do that or you know totally totally miss the opportunity you know what I mean so um I really am grateful for you and I thank you for like I said just seeing me and honoring that because um it was it wasn't always like this you know what I mean Mm. and uh, that awareness is was crazy when I finally realized that Mm. uh, I um, I say sorry a lot or you know, I was, I was, you know, <laughs> not graciously um, receiving the way that I was being offered, you know, the opportunities that came my way. And it was almost like I was telling the universe, like, no, I don't want these opportunities. I don't want these blessings. I don't want these compliments. I don't want people to see me or appreciate me. Mm-hmm. And it really took a toll. Yeah. And so, Yeah. If there's anyone listening out there who notices that they apologize quite a bit or maybe they don't um, receive the way that they want to, just some friendly uh, friendly reminder to bring awareness to those situations and, uh, you know, trust that when people do give you compliments that it's coming from a place of the heart and they are not forced to, they're choosing to. And uh, you don't have to rationalize. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, I'll let that really sink in because that's so important. Oh. 
I love it. I love it. I feel I feel like a lot of journaling has definitely gone into this place. <laughs> a lot of collective work and not just, I guess, work on an individual level, but also work on a collective level. Um, we've all just reached this point in time where I, if you're sensitive at all, you can definitely feel that something is shifting and changing at the moment. Um, and I'm saying this to a lot of people at the moment because I feel like it, as much as it is feeling a lot on a geopolitical scale, like it's trending towards the bad. I think it neglects to really address the individual power and the light that's being shared in everybody's lives, whether that's in their local communities or whether that's in their families, whatever. Um, I believe that the impact that we have on our micro circles is so much bigger than we can ever possibly believe that we're so much bigger than we can believe. And I think accepting compliments gratefully is part of that puzzle journaling is another part of that puzzle and then also connecting with people that conventionally we wouldn't really be connecting with so like you and I talking and having this conversation is a connection across oceans that I think is immense and so beautiful um, and I'm very grateful for the opportunity to be able to even create spaces like this where we can actually just talk to each other I think that's something that we've really lost a little bit of along the way is the ability to just have connection and be in space without a specific uh like I need to do something or I need to be something in a particular way so mm. I feel like music is a big driver in that music is very connective um and your music in particular I feel as soon as I heard intuition I think I just resonated immediately and I remember listening to it with two of my girlfriends we just um we're driving around Crystal and Louise were driving around in the national park and we had it playing and it was just like one of those cosmic moments that will probably play on your death reel like (laughs) it was so good it was so good but um yeah like just getting people on it and like sharing the music and being in the music when it's playing I think is so special and thank you for creating that thank you for connecting and appreciating it yeah I definitely agree though music is a very powerful way to connect with others you know and um the world feels smaller and smaller every day in the best way, like more and more connected. These synchronized moments have been happening, especially more recently in my life where I'm like, wait a minute, you know who? You know that person? I know that person. Or like, (laughs) how did you, you know? And it's just the most magical thing ever. It's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I feel like in this new, new understanding of being in the world and being a human in the world um, I think creators are definitely driving a lot of that change at the moment um, mm. how do you think music plays a role in all of it oh my gosh music of course okay so so a few things come to mind when you ask me that question one music has been a part of the human experience for many years, like down to the primal time, right? So, um, and it's always been a very celebratory, connective um, experience, you know? So I think that plays a really big part in just our evolution, but also music, depending on the intention that the artist has when creating, it can, it can heal you on a cellular deep, deep level because our body, it holds trauma. 
and um, <clears throat> and music as well as dancing and moving your body. It helps really move that and allow it to shift and get out of your you know your being. So music is just such a powerful way to heal, but also such a powerful way to connect with others because if you listen to a song, you know, of course, it's inherently your perspective and how you choose to interpret whatever that song is conveying to you. But at the same time, if you're connecting with one thing, which is music itself or a track or whatever, someone else is also connecting with it. And that is an opportunity to bond, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just, it runs so deep. And um, I... Oh, yeah, I really love to see how it brings people together. And I really love to be a part of that. Yeah. It's so special. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like you definitely are. Um, your music, I, I think, plays a very integral role in the tapestry of who we are and how we're moving through different cycles and times at the moment. I think mm -hmm. that you you lend a big voice to women as well in that space and like to the different ebbs and flows of what it means to be feminine and to experience through a feminine lens as well. Um, do you do you feel like you channel the divine feminine in your music? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, hope I'm... I do. Oh my gosh. I um I feel that I'm in my masculine energy actually quite often when I live my life. Mm -hmm. And so when I am in a creative space, it is it is this just beautiful pocket where I am really able to tap into my divine feminine and channel that energy and you know like you said like um, write music from a perspective of a woman. So, you know, a lot of my songs have to do with heartache and love and, you know, deep connection. And I mean, there's plenty, right? But um, I, I really do hope so. I really do hope that I, I channel that when I write. Yeah, I feel it. I feel that you do. Um, I really, I was, so I was doing a little bit of a, listen to all of Sophia's songs before I talked to her moment this morning oh my um, God. <laughs> and I really really resonated with two I like I really like living I hadn't heard that one before um, and I also really like take life as she comes I think oh. those are like two of my new favorites I added it to my like songs um, tell me about them how did they come about and how do you feel about them Yes, I have such interesting stories for both actually. So living, I, um, I, my grandmother lives on Kauai in the Hawaiian Islands and I was able to visit her and just really decompress. I remember that year being one of just, I, I wouldn't want to say chaos, but um, just uh. A, a lot goes on, especially in California, I notice. Maybe it's all around the US, but gosh, I don't know. There's a very fast paced lifestyle. It's very quick, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so going to the islands and really being able to get grounded in my vessel again and connect with mother earth 
And I was just in a place of deep gratitude and deep reflection. And I was like, holy moly, my life has really changed over the last couple of years. I was in a really, really dark place a few years back. And um, I'm truly grateful to have been able to experience those times because without them, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I wouldn't be able to make the art that I am today. But um, I was just, I was just reflecting on how much more I've been able to live my life to the fullest. Mm -hmm. And um, in living, obviously the chorus is pretty self-explanatory. It's, uh, it's just, it's just living pretty much. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the, uh, the verses, uh, they talk a little bit more about my life in the last couple of years, right? I talk about my sobriety. And when I first met um, the people that I call family now who have brought me into a more um, spiritual, but also communal environment. And I also talk about releasing music for the first time and just um, truly feeling so grateful for my transformation, but also, yeah, just life in general in that moment. So that's how living came to be. And Take Life As She Comes is actually a collaborative track with one of my best, best girlfriends. Her name is Morel. And she goes by Morel Music um, mm -hmm. on Instagram if you want to find her. But she is just so incredible. She's so soulful and she's an R&B artist. Um, and I was visiting her at her place and uh, we, we just sat down one morning in her living room and we were, you know, reflecting and figuring out what we wanted to sing about, what we wanted to write about and Take Life As She Comes came to be. It was just such a beautiful, um, a very beautiful and, and magical morning. The light was coming through the window. She was making me breakfast. Life is good, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That's real. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we wanted to uh, write a song that felt right for both of us, but also just I, I, I don't even exactly know what to say regarding the process, but it was just, um, it was amazing. I feel so great about that project. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have a music video out for that song. And it's, it's one of my favorite music videos too. And part of why is because we were able to capture um, the generations before me and my life as a baby mm -hmm. and, uh, really depicts like how life changes and the cycles that we all experience and being able to reflect on that with gratitude and just slow down you know drink some tea stir some honey in it enjoy the birds singing you know that kind of feeling yeah. so uh, I'm really glad that you like those two songs. Yeah. <laughs> I love them, honestly. I listened to them and I was like, okay, okay. I like it, I like it. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, yeah, they, they definitely give me the drinking tea with honey feeling. Um, and I think, yeah, we do kind of forget to sit and really bask in those little precious moments of... Um, this is probably everything 16 year old me could ever have asked for 
when she reflected on what she wanted for her life. So I think mm-hmm. having music to really mark that and commemorate it is so important. And you mentioned so many cool things in what you were talking about as well. I don't even know where to begin, but you were talking about <laughs> like your lineage and like um, like people before you that have come and your birth and things like that. But then you also touched on like spiritual communities um, and how the two intersect with each other. There was something else you mentioned, but my brain is fogged at the moment but I guess my question is how do you think we can go about amalgamating the new understandings for spirituality and community to exist in tandem with each other but then also bringing in the element of our parents and our ancestry that perhaps sometimes struggled to link into those things even though we desperately desperately want them to Let me sit with that for a second because I just got like body chills when you were talking. (laughs) Um, I think each, each person's experience is so different. And I know that a lot of people were raised in environments that they cherish and they love, but a lot of people were raised in more of a traumatic experience and environment that they don't want to carry with them. Mm-hmm. And so I do want to preface my answer by saying that to each their own, mm-hmm. you know, if you feel drawn and you feel called to um, bring your, your lineage and, you know, um, your carry your past with you like by all means that is for you to choose um but if you feel hesitant I want you to know that like you're so heard and so your experiences are so valid um and I don't want anyone to feel pressured like they have to it's and I think you know I'm saying all this and (laughs) it's coming from a very personal experience you know because there is a part of me that um, struggled for a very long time to uh, accept and acknowledge, um, you know, where, where I came from and how I was raised. But at the same time, I see so much of myself with that side of my lineage that comes out in the most beautiful ways And I recognize that, um, you know, the people before me, they were raised in very specific ways and some beautiful and some that I don't personally agree with and that's okay. And um, there's just so much that I am now discovering and so deeply cherishing Mm -hmm. to where I once did not want anything to do with it. So I, I would recommend if for anyone out there listening who's in a, sim, a similar position, like have try to have an open mind about it because what came before you doesn't necessarily have to be a parental figure, right? It doesn't necessarily have to reflect on, on that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to answer this in a, 
somewhat of a vague way, but also just more universal. You're doing um, a great job. You're actually hitting like you. so many boxes. <laughs> thank you. I, I appreciate that. But uh, but yeah, I, I I suppose in order to connect like spirituality and community and how maybe we bring our lineage involved, um, it's. I think it's it's almost it's almost inevitable like because it's part of who we are right mm -hmm. so it's like whether you choose to acknowledge it or not it's it's gonna be in you somehow whether that reflects in karmic cycles or if that reflects in just the most beautiful expansive ways i think it's worth um taking the time to appreciate it and to acknowledge it and um yeah, it might open your eyes to a lot of answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I really feel that. I feel that a lot of people, uh, myself included, really moving through. We just we just passed a Gemini full moon. Um, so I feel like everything's kind of coming up at the same time to be released. Um, before we move into the silly season um, but it's just it feels like completion is coming it feels like we're sort of reaching this place of understanding where we realize that even though things happened a certain way in the past it doesn't necessarily have to dictate who we decide to become um, and who we choose to be moving forward and I think that you raise that really really beautifully as well about how sometimes despite the fact well I guess that you can separate the parental aspect from the upbringing aspect sometimes as well to be able to glean the most precious gems and the most precious gifts from the experiences that we've endured in some respects as well and I think you know I always feel like our parents have done their best in the sense that they're only building upon the best knowledge that they were given themselves um and I think that's why young people often cop a lot of hate as well is because we're always kind of every young generation is here to challenge the previous generation and to be like hey yes we did this like this for a long time but it's not necessarily working let's try something new um and I think it's often when young people don't feel heard that there's that feeling of hopelessness and apathy that comes through as well so I think communal spaces and creating those spaces for young people to really connect and to to gain hope from each other but then also reconnecting back into like the elders of our community as well is so vital because they hold so much knowledge too so I definitely see our creative processes and our creative machinations taking on that element of wisdom from our elders that are still with us and even those that uh, in the spirit realm as well like um, I think they're always ready to give us guidance and advice we just need to really ask for it and then listen slow it down um, but I guess how could we amalgamate those aspects of elders and ancestry into our music well first of all I just want to say that was beautifully said and I agree with everything um yeah 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 I was sitting here reflecting like uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> um, 
And as far as like how we can acclimate this into our creative spaces and music, um, that's a great question. I think it, it really does fall on a very personal level as well because everyone's on different journeys and, you know, uh, and so many people are here to um, express their perspective on their journeys in such unique ways that, um, yeah, it, it, uh, it feels like a tricky one to answer, mm. to be honest, to be, yeah, to be uh, open with you here. But I do think, like I said, it, it's a very personal experience, but trust and I trust and believe fully that no matter where you are on that journey and how you choose to express it, there's gonna be someone in the world who was deeply looking for someone to to put it in words or to put beat or to put it in a painting and they are going to be able to see it or hear it or feel it or whatever it might be and and connect with you on a soul level and feel heard and loved and understood yeah. and that oh that just makes me all warm and fuzzy inside it makes me so happy because you could be going through the worst chapter of your life or you could be going through the best or the most transformative or you know eye-opening or whatever it might be and I think what people um forget sometimes is that we're all living a much more similar reality than you know we care to admit you know, especially in a world that teaches us, oh, you got to present yourself as your best and you don't want anyone to judge you and, you you know, all this stuff, which keeps us from being vulnerable sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so if, if you're being vulnerable in your art and you're expressing yourself in a way that is true to you, um, there, you will do no wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. I got I got little truth bumpies on that one. I love that. I absolutely love that. It resonates so deeply. I I really you brought up judgment. I really wanted to touch on that too. I feel yeah. like as a creative, we sit in that space of judging our own work probably harsher than anybody else probably would. So I guess my question to you is advice to any creatives dealing with the judgment monster. <laughs> Oof. The judgment monster, yes. Um, the monster is so tiny. It's so small, but it looks it like it's it feels big until you stop giving it power. Mm -hmm. And I know it's so much easier said than done, but um, I promise you that people aren't picking apart your work the way that we do, like you said, as artists. It's um yeah, and I feel like once you just fully surrender to the creative flow and allow yourself to just, like I said earlier, be in a, in a authentic place, it like there's no way to criticize art. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, like, because art is just the purest reflection of us like and, and it's also unique you know yeah. but um I, I think really try to sit with yourself try to reflect the best you can on where it stemmed from 
because that is when you can acknowledge it and you know thank that monster for maybe protecting you once in your childhood or however it might have come up to exist to begin with and allow it to leave allow it to um make its way out of your life and it might take a long time but um like I said like really take the time to ask yourself why 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 where 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 who 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 like <laughs> how, how did this come to be you know because yeah. it's it's usually always stemmed from a place of childhood mm. whether that's a parent or a f- person at school or you know <clears throat> somehow somewhere someone was coming from a place of fear and or judgment and they chose to reflect that onto you and then it stuck with you on a subconscious note you know and um yeah but it's totally human and it's totally normal to have those fears come up and um yeah, so like, please don't feel like others are, I don't know, they've got it together or handled or superior. <laughs> I don't, I don't, like try not to compare yourself to other people who might yeah. not, who might not like allow that, um, that fear to take over because mm-hmm. like I said, it's just so human and it's, it's a part of your experience, but I, I think part of the way we can um, maintain it at the very least is really deep diving with ourselves and figuring out where it came from because then we can we can take away that power from it and it'll break, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, big time. I mean, I, I realize even calling it a monster, I was like, wow, that's a lot of power to give to something as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The way I like to the way I like to picture it is when it comes up, it's almost like oh, I don't know if you've seen movies where uh the character is in front of a light and then its shadow gets cast and it's yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's that's how I think of it. Is like in reality it's so much smaller and completely irrelevant. Mm. Um you know, mm. so Babs, like uh, Batman. <laughs> oh man incredible content I feel mm, I feel like I don't often really get to connect and meet people who are immersed in their own journey of healing and discovery and I think sometimes there's a little bit of loneliness that I glean from that because I'm like you know I know that everybody has their own version of it and I am aware that in some way we're all kind of doing it but it's not often that people feel quite comfortable speaking about it in a public forum let alone in a friendship context as well so I guess um, my question is how did you get started in the world of working and playing on yourself and in yourself and how if someone wants to do it how can they overcome the initial scary feelings of doing it in the first place well I um how I got started I suppose a big part of it was journaling and just allowing myself the the space to free write 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that there, there has to be a willingness, you know, um, and for me personally, I was in a, a, a very dark place at one point where I was suppressing everything with substance mm-hmm. or people or, uh, gosh, who knows, just, just trying to suppress, suppress, suppress and not face the very deep and heavy and real emotions that I needed to in order to um, move forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> and so for me personally, it took a will. <laughs> there had to be a will because at a certain point I realized it wasn't working. And at a certain point I realized, oh my gosh, I've got to get sober and I've got to change my life because this is not working. This doesn't feel good anymore. Um, And something really needs to change. And so I made the exclusive or executive, I don't know the word. Is it executive decision? Okay. I made the executive decision to um, really find a place of solitude and really allow myself to in a loving space, keyword loving space, um, open up those feelings that I was suppressing for so long. Mm. Um, So I, uh, I'm kind of blanking on the second question you asked. You said, uh, how would I give advice to those who are maybe looking to get started, right? Well, might feel like Um, it's a bit scary to begin with. Yeah, it can be a lot. It can be a lot to take on at once. And so I suppose my advice is don't feel the need to take it on all at once. Maybe just take it, just take it one day at a time, one journal entry at a time, one nature walk at a time, um, you know, however you choose to connect with yourself in a positive and high vibrational way. Um, and then be open to receive the downloads that come up, receive the feelings that arise and bubble up to the surface and, uh, you know, be open to, to embracing them with, with love. Yeah. 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 I resonate so deeply with what you were saying about sobriety and, substances I feel like one thing that a lot of creatives draw expression and inspiration from are their experiences of deep dark sadness and loneliness and um, anguish I think that we probably would have such an impeccable ability to create and express it into the world if we hadn't experienced it but I also think that it's so vital for us to experience it so that we can connect with people who have experienced it as well. Um, And I think that's definitely, it is like a gift. That's also like, doesn't feel like a gift when you first receive it. You're like, what what the fuck is this? Can I return this? Like, (laughs) it can be so uncomfortable for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I always have found myself coming to a place of being able to look back at it. And I don't know, maybe I don't have all the answers, but to be able to look back and recognize that, okay, that taught me something Mm -hmm. or that is 
part of what developed who I am now. And, you know, that sort of thing, being able to, you know, send it gratitude and um, hold space. Because like you were saying, it's really, it's not the easiest thing to manage. And um, it can be really uncomfortable when you were saying it's like a gift you never wanted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's real. And there are also some situations where you might never get those answers. You might never ever see why. Um, and you know, the, the world is filled with mysteries. And so some, I, I think that maybe sometimes we might never ever know, or maybe we'll find out when we pass and go to a different place. But um, just, yeah. We do have much slow ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow. Oh, that, that hit, that hit. And I know that will hit for a lot of our listeners as well, because I feel like when we hear truth, it's not that we're hearing it for the first time. It almost feels like we're remembering it, Ooh. something that we've always known. And that's why it feels like truth. Um, and I don't know, like, I feel like the end of the year is such a such an important time to reflect on everything that's passed and to take stock of where, where we're at, where we want to go from here. So I guess I want to ask you about your reflections for the year how did 2022 treat you and what is in store for 2023 oh my gosh 2022 was there's a lot to unpack there um so many incredible life-changing adventures um so many beautiful beautiful connections and um <clears throat> they're also i think there's something in my throat excuse me i'm just gonna cough this out <laughs> okay um so just a lot of a lot of shifts though a lot of shifts a lot of um bumps in the road i suppose as well so you know it's just this big old mixing pot of life that um all felt uh very uh, potent in this this year and um yeah a, a lot of feelings too mm -hmm. lots of joy lots of sadness lots of tears shed lots of laughter lots of um you know just deep peace and deep overwhelm <laughs> you know just just the human experience is so vast okay. yeah yeah absolutely um and then as far as 2023 goes, I cannot help but feel so excited. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, it's like, I can't even express it in words. I just have this feeling like magic is just, it's simmering on the pot and it's about to boil, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just am so beyond grateful for every single thing that has brought me to this point in my life. And as far as music goes, this new year will be filled with song releases. Um, 
2022, I was traveling quite a bit. And mm -hmm. so I released two songs all year, which does not sit right with me. <laughs> but um, I promise you that there has been so much in just cooking and um, being worked on as we speak. And so 2023 is going to be just filled with just incredible art and my heart on the plate, on a platter for people to, uh, you know, enjoy and critique and gosh, who knows what. So what about you now? How do you feel? Yeah, I, I share. I share in that sentiment, definitely. I feel like I hear the cauldron bubbling. There is definitely magic afoot. Um, I think that it really will depend on your perception of the world as to whether or not it is good magic or bad magic. Um, Interesting. Yes, yes. Because yep. I feel like these shifts, if you go with them, if you go with the flow, they could either be the best ride of your life or you can go screaming you can go kicking and screaming um but I I do also very much resonate with what you said about how it is very much inevitable I think we are realizing that we need to be in relation and connection to each other and I think I definitely see that happening for me next year I've just very much enjoyed a very big year of those shifts and those connections and those deeper knowings soul knowings that you're definitely in the right place at the right time and someone's looking out for you always mm -hmm. um but yeah we're 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 doing some really cool things so I help facilitate a youth community and we are moving and shifting into a new understanding of what that means so we are <clears throat> I've got a frog in my throat too now <laughs> uh, we are starting a hub for creatives called our block um, so it's just a cool space where young people can come and start their creative projects and we help them take it from birth all the way to release um, wow. within a communal context that is also quite spiritual and very connected as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I just love creation, you know? Wow. Thank you. Thank you. It is. It wouldn't be possible without all the love of each member, each community member, and each team member. It's like, I think we're moving into a phase. This is my. This is my intention for twenty twenty three. I. My intention for twenty twenty three is to help everyone realize that we're all on the same team. <laughs> it's simple. It's simple, but team, you know, like we don't play against each other. We're here to support each other. If someone needs help, we'll help them out. And, you know, I think that's probably one of the most powerful aspects about community. But I think sometimes community is a big word and it can scare people, you know? Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for all that you are doing. No, thank you. I feel like even though we're oceans apart our journeys like I've also been doing so much traveling this year as well so our journeys I see so many synchronicities between them and I, I feel like us connecting today was such divine providence I feel, feel like I've uh, like all week I've been like my chat with Sophia my chat with Sophia and like I've been telling everyone about it I've been like I'm talking to this cool lady and I'm playing your music and then I'm like oh. <laughs> this is what I'm talking to <laughs> oh my gosh I'm excited um but yeah I I feel that I feel also like not going in with a plan as well because plans the best laid plans sometimes get a bit bonked up um, 
but yeah it's I feel like yeah do you have any any last sentiments feelings sharings that you want to share with us today and breathe a little more (laughs) that came to me and um try to just breathe a little bit deeper and a little bit more consciously um, and trust that it will all work out yeah yeah and oh my gosh sweet sister thank you for having me I was looking forward to this podcast episode all week as well and it's been it's been such a blessing to be able to sit down and connect with you and chat with you and you know maybe one of these days I'll hop on a flight and come see you in person um I would love that (laughs) yeah yeah you always have a place to stay if you if I if I have a place of residence (laughs) (laughs) yeah 100% yeah I I think that's one of the benefits of connecting all over this country and all over the world is that when you do you have a couch to stay in every place a village to call home in every place that you could ever dream of going as well yeah Yeah. right back you ever find yourself in california for whatever reason yeah let me know yeah (laughs) oh gosh oh gosh i'm not sure if either of us is ready for california or me i mean oh yeah I feel like Sydney definitely has a parallel with that in that it's very fast paced as well. But um, I like to do a little bit of traveling around to like the regional zones and yeah, yeah, spend some time outside in the in the slower zone of life. It's so important. Mm. But breathing, yeah. breathing, everybody breathe. Let's let's do some breaths here before we close out. So for our listeners who are tuning in from home and the beautiful sphere tuning in across the ocean, we just settle into our space and feather in and just take up the space of your body and be present in all of your limbs, your extremities, noticing how it might feel to be sitting in a seat or standing, walking, whatever you might be doing right now. Just take a moment to take a deep breath in from your nose and exhaling from your mouth. Notice how it really just fills your entire body with new, fresh energy and intention. And just make a small commitment to yourself to be aware of your breath a little bit more today. Mm. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'm sitting in such big gratitude right now. Big gratitude hours. Sending it out to you all the way across the ocean. Let's send it to the earth as well because, damn, we wouldn't be here on this incredible journey without it. Yeah. Everybody listening today. Yeah. How special. Yeah. 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 I gratefully thank you for being here in this space and sharing space with me. It's been such a beautiful privilege um, and such a cool, awesome conversation. Um, Yeah. I'm so looking forward to sharing this one 
it's gonna be fun it's gonna be good and um yeah where can we find your work and oh (laughs) yes um so I go by Sophia Rain on every streaming platform but the way that my name is spelled is S-O-P-H-I-A and then Rain is R-A-Y-N-E and if anything Ness I can send you a general link that maybe you can throw on to you know where you end up posting this and um, depending on where you're listening today, whether it's a description or a bio or wherever it might be, there will be a link for you to find my socials. I'd love to connect with you there, as well as all my music that you can vibe and connect with me on a deep, deep soul level over there. (laughs) Yeah. Bless, bless. The Sophia Revolution of Australia is coming, lads. Lads and lads. (laughs) I'm ready. <laughs> vibes, vibes, the vibes are on. What a good episode. I'm gonna stop recording now, but thank you everyone for tuning in. We hope thank you loved you. this conversation and we'll see you next time. All right. A source of love created by divine to shed light on everything I touch. I'm grateful for where I am and who I have become. One. to my dreams.